0: Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles.
1: Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. it. i A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more
0: from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. All right. Welcome to the cave. I thank you for joining me today. Of course.
1: Thank you for having me
0: exciting times my friend you know the listeners the viewers that tuned into this interview they can see you as Grover and Percy Jackson and Olympians man first of all like how's how's your life been the last uh two three weeks now with all this
1: it's been it's been pretty crazy it's been it's been good um I'm just glad that people seem to like the show uh we put a lot of effort into it so to have a reception that I mean overwhelming is just incredible
0: well it's been great too Because Disney dropped it Like a day earlier And everybody tuned in yeah. Right away to watch Everybody tuned in Right away to watch this uh, The reviews have been great I have not I have not seen One bad review I don't know about you I haven't
1: Um. Yeah I was honestly I was a little skeptical Because you know Everyone was like Oh 20th, 20th, 20th And they had like Episode drops Like ready and everything And when I was told That they were going to drop it Like a day earlier I was like Is anyone going to Like know Is anyone going to watch it And like everybody tuned in and it was i mean that's just a a, a miracle i I think that's incredible Mm -hmm. we're gonna
0: we're gonna jump more to the show in a few minutes too and i I was doing some research on you also uh first of all like i love it you've done everything tv voiceover film broadway commercials what's what's left of that bucket list my friend what what do you what do you want to accomplish next
1: um i think i mean all that's left is to do a, a movie that like comes out in theaters um And yeah that's about it and then you know obviously win four five six oscars then i think i'm good yeah (laughs) um
0: what what's like what's like your ultimate role that you want to hit someday
1: my ultimate role um i say this all the time but when they inevitably inevitably make the live action adaptation of uh across the spider-verse i'm gonna be there for spider-man india everything i do is to is to get like prepared to play Spider-Man India one day. Yeah.
0: There's been talks about that, so you never know.
1: <laughs> yeah, there has. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um with the with acting and everything, like um you know, you you're a young you're a young person, everything what made you like pursue this dream of yours that
1: you're living right now? Um I'm gonna be honest, I think I think with most most um you know actors it's a lot of luck. Uh, for me it was a very cliche kind of uh, start. I got scouted in a mall and originally my parents weren't going to do anything about it um, uh, because you know when some random person approaches your child in a mall and goes hey your kid is cute bring him to this place you don't really <laughs> listen to them Um, but my dad he actually grew up with really bad stage fright and we were talking about this in the car the other day the reason he got me into acting is because he didn't want me to grow up with you know that intensive stage fright and so he mm. Put me in some classes and, you know, because of, because of that, I, I found what I, what I love.
0: Mm-hmm. What's been like your family's uh, reaction to all this heating and all this stuff now?
1: It's been cool. Um, actually the person who got, who sent me the open call and who got me into Percy Jackson, he's basically family. He's a very close family friend. I was fortunate enough to have him at the premiere. Um, he was, he was the one person I wanted to impress the most Really? with this show and seeing him that happy i mean that's like you know whether or not the show succeeded afterward was you know fine but i i i just the people that i really wanted to like the show they all like the show and that's i think that's what mattered most it's amazing
0: but yeah let's jump right into the show then uh did you you said you had a a little bit of help getting onto this did you also have to do any auditioning was there a certain role that you want for first or was this the role that they asked you to go for
1: actually I completely forgot about this until I was talking to Walker and my mom about this the other day I went out for Percy originally they sent me two auditions they sent me one for Percy and one for for Grover okay and they didn't call me back for Percy they didn't call me back for either for like a a few months and then eventually I I got that call back for Grover and I started freaking out because you know that meant they remembered who I was there was like new sides and everything. And yeah, I went through a few rounds, I got to meet the producers and the showrunners and our, you know, wonderful director of those first couple episodes, James. And yeah, I met Walker and Lee at the chemistry. It's and, you know, is history.
0: How do you audition for somebody like Grover? Like, did you go back to watch like the movies? Or like, did you want to try to put your own spin on this?
1: So I I thought about this a lot. I talked to my parents about this. I didn't want to watch the movies, but I did go back and reread the books. Okay. Um, I I, I had watched both movies. I think I watched. I can't remember the last time I watched the second movie. It was in like fourth grade in class. Um, but I did. I rewatched the the first movie. I don't know, like fairly recently before I knew that there was a show coming out, and. I remember my mom walked into our hotel room because you know it was in LA, and so we had to you know kind of book a hotel. And she walked in with a brand new box set of Percy Jackson that's like over there on my bookshelf. And she was like, "You're reading these right now." And I blitzed through them in a the night, and those definitely helped a lot. I my audition would have been a lot different if I hadn't read those.
0: What was the what was the description you were given for Grover?
1: Oh, like my breakdown. Yeah. Oh, that's a, great, that's a great question. Um, I think it was just like the standards. They really focused in the breakdown on his... He was empathetic. He's kind. He is Percy's best friend. He's his protector. um, And then because the scenes I got were kind of in and out of Yancey, still very like in Yancey and like the scene right after out of Yancey. It was like, oh, he's helping his best friend get accustomed to this new world. Um, he's his best friend, Seder, you know, just stuff like that. But they really pointed out his his kindness and his graciousness. And that's, um, I think, part of the reason why I leaned so much, wanted to lean so much into that side of
0: him. Is it fun playing a 24-year-old, too?
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun playing a 24-year-old. Um, <laughs> I, it, it was weird. This is something that we, we tried to kind of capture he he ages half as fast, so he's he's like a twenty four year old stuck in the body of a you know a twelve year old yeah um so that was definitely interesting to try and it was my first time playing a twenty four year old so yeah, it was fun
0: what do you think uh like playing this character and everything what do you think has been like the biggest challenge and I know, I know I've read somewhere articles and everything about you about the goat walk and everything, but like for you what was what was your biggest challenge with this character you think
1: Biggest challenge. Um, <laughs> I I don't have a great uh temper. And he and Grover's very good about kind of you know, anytime he he's the mediator. He kind yeah. of, you know, focuses this this quest and these two these two kids. And so if it was me, I would have kind of snapped at at Percy and Annabeth way sooner. Um it, but especially for the Ferdinand scene, speaking of, he it was really hard not to just kind of really get pissed at them, but to remember the reason he's saying this is not out of a place of, you know, anger or rage or spite or anything. It's just to get them to stop because more important things need to be done.
0: How, about the, well, how long did it take you to make that the way you, like perfect, like the way everybody wanted to see it?
1: Yeah, it didn't really like fully click until I think... Until I think we got to film that Minotaur sequence, I didn't really get a hang of it because you know we practiced it a bunch, and then we went to Yancey where I'm not doing it as strongly, I guess, because Grover's kind of trying to hide his walk. And then for the Minotaur scene, that's when I kind of got to do it, and we worked with Rod, and he was there, and he would like every day I'd go act, I would go up to him. He's the guy who taught me how to walk like a goat, and I would be like, "How was it? Was today good? It was like, did I get it right?" And he. would Kind of give me a rundown of his notes and eventually like I got it.
0: Did you find yourself doing the vote walk on a normal day after yeah, you do it I for so long?
1: Stop. Like it's it's genuinely it's an issue. Like I can't stop doing even during the press tour. I the more I talked about doing it, the more I would do it like between interviews, too, just like walking from place to place. And Walker brought it up. He's like, you still kind of walk like Grover, like you have a very like forward. <laughs> It's like you're falling with each step and I'm like, yeah, I know, uh, I'm well aware. <laughs> and so I have to consciously put my my heel down to the ground now.
0: What, what do you love about this character?
1: Oh, everything, so much. Um, when I was a kid, I, I loved Grover so much that I could I convinced myself that I could talk to animals, and so I would try and like talk to, you know, whatever pigeons were out there. And it ended in me getting attacked by a pigeon. And I think it stole my lunch too. Um, it was kind enough to leave me with a bag of goldfish, but I mean, everything. He's he's so like kind and empathetic and and I mean, things I've said a million times before, he is, I don't know, such a big influence on me. And so I, I because of him, I tried to be um kind and you know, kind of forgiving of other people. Uh the same way he is i'm nowhere near as forgiving as other people as he is but i I, you know i try yeah
0: i know I i don't want to talk too much about spoilers and everything but like how would you describe now like grover's journey throughout each episode through the season
1: yeah well i think the biggest thing is that he just has something to prove you know after thalia after that the council of cloven elders is kind of breathing down his back this is his last chance and he's all the more closer to to Percy and Annabeth because of that Thalia incident. I mean, these are his best friends. So I think if if you know anything were to happen to him, he wouldn't be able to forgive himself. So that's just something that we wanted to bring to the forefront is that, you know, he's not just the mediator. He's not just there as like, you know, comedic relief. He's his own person. He has his own quest. And he has things to prove. So that's that's something that we wanted to make kind of evident, I guess.
0: I was told to ask you: Are we going to see Grover eating any like his signature snacks, like you hear about in the books or the movies? You know, like uh, you yes. know, ping pong balls or you know or uh, tin cans. You know, yeah. just to throw uh, out a few things.
1: They actually they made a fondant like the 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 prop guys. Their their room was in our classroom, and so we would just go in whenever we could, and they made like a like a fondant tin can, and I downed two of those things. They were really yeah. good. Um, I don't think we got to use them on the show. Probably out of fear that I would just be eating them all the time. <laughs> um But yeah, he he definitely, especially at Medusa's house, you know, at at dinner. Um he he's 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 having a lot of fun there.
0: You mentioned Medusa, Jessica Parker Kennedy. She's a former guest of the show too. She's amazing too.
1: Oh my God, she's brilliant. I'm honestly I'm a little upset that they didn't premiere like the first three or four episodes. Just so people could see, like Jessica and Suzanne, like right off, right off the bat. But, um, they're they're brilliant.
0: Have you done any lessons with the pan flute yet?
1: Not yet. That is, I was talking to to Rick, and I don't want to give too much away, but it does. The pan flute does kind of make an appearance later on. Um, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that me and Walker pester Rick and Becky about. Mm. Um, no lessons yet, but. But very soon.
0: Yeah. When I mentioned earlier, you know, before we went on the air, I had Dior on the on the, um, on the show. We talked about, you know, the, the writers have already, like, started talking about season two and everything. You know, like, what's your thoughts on all that? If we get a season two, what are you hoping for? You see Grover, like, more of Grover. What are you hoping you get out of that?
1: Dude, I'm just excited to see Grover in a wedding dress. Um, that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. I I don't know. I mean, aside from that... There's so much, I was, again, I was talking to my producer about this and that scene, that entire season is going to be so difficult to film because it's going to be hard to use a lot of the volume stage stuff that we already have built. Cause you know, we're, we're on the open water and, and there's this huge boat and these massive set pieces, especially for like, um, I can't remember their name, but the twins and the sea of monsters, like the those two big uh, monsters and the Hydra fight, a lot of that stuff is going to be tricky to film. I'm just excited to see all of that come to mm-hmm. life. That was I think I honestly enjoyed that book more than the the light. I think that was one of my favorite books in the series was the second one. Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned Walker and Annabelle. Um I, I watched uh, some interviews with you guys. It looks like you guys made a, a strong bond between you three even before you started filming this.
1: Yeah, we did. Um I'm very for because you know, when you're thinking about it, it's kind of weird to imagine that these are the people you're gonna be stuck with for the next I don't know, wow. five, ten years.
0: Right.
1: An insane thought. And so, you know, if you get people that you're not really close with, that's gonna affect, you know, not only you, but the show. Um, but I'm I'm very fortunate enough to have a like the best cast. There's not one person that I, I could have asked to like a better person for. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you guys uh like given each other any advice while you're filming this?
1: Um It's less so about the advice and more so like we're always talking about what we could have done better. Like personally, we're not giving each other notes. We're not like, oh, that was a rough day for you, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, But we're always talking about like, oh, we could have done this better, like this better. And just that constant improvement or just like even the will to improve is something that I've very few actors that I've worked with genuinely have. And so, just getting to work with people who always want to be better—that makes you want to be better, which is kind of like the perfect, perfect thing for a show like this.
0: uh, per- uh Percy has a huge fandom. You know, like I was mentioning earlier. You know, it's, it's it's huge everywhere you go on like Facebook, Reddit, you know, all these groups and everything. Like, uh, what are you hoping for? They remember mostly about like your performance for this series.
1: What do I or what is the the fandom?
0: What do you What are you hoping they remember the most oh. about your performance?
1: um because
0: they love you out there i know that they love you out
1: there i'm i'm very glad that the reception has been as positive as it has been um because you know again like you put so much time into something like this and just knowing that people like kind of see you for it and that they acknowledge how much work you put into it i think that's just incredible there's there's really no other word for it um I guess just I'm hoping people kind of realize, which I think they are, which is great, is that Grover's not just like the funny little sidekick, sidekick, screaming yeah. goat kind of guy. Um, again, he's he's he has his own stuff to prove. And I'm really glad that the writers were kind of focusing on that throughout filming, which is great.
0: So now, uh, how many episodes are we expecting this season fully? Did they say eight or 10?
1: It's eight, yeah. Okay, so
0: now what's next for you now? Any other projects you want to tell us about, real quick, before we end this that you got coming um, out or?
1: I got nothing, man. I'm just looking for friends. Um, just you know, looking for people to hang out with, doing school. That's pretty much about it.
0: That's amazing, hot right, uh, Let's send this by hopping the listeners of the viewers now. Uh, find you on social media to keep up with you, or possibly yeah, uh, just, two or anything else.
1: Yeah, just my full name, Arinah Samhadri. Um, follow me if you if you so choose um yeah that's all, pretty much all of my stuff is just my phone name amazing all right
0: and i want to thank you for giving me a today and uh good luck with everything let's get you back on with season two or any other project absolutely you thank
1: so much for having me